Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. This story is read by the author. Bringing My Father Home by Cindy Stonebreaker Reed People talk about how everything can change in the blink of an eye. I can pinpoint the moment in 2013 that profoundly changed the course of my life, though at the time, it seemed like nothing. My mother, father, and brother and I were living at Shaw Air Force Base in South Carolina in 1968. My father was an Air Force pilot who had just been assigned to the 11th Technical Reconnaissance Squadron at Yudorn Airfield in Thailand to help support the Vietnam War. On October 28th of that year, my father left on a solo night reconnaissance mission over North Vietnam, and he never returned. As I was growing up, this was a fact that our family never talked about. We didn't talk about it at home, and we certainly didn't talk about it in public. But shortly after my dad went missing, my mom moved us to a small little hippie town in Northern California. Half our town didn't know we were at war, and the other half was totally against it. I grew up feeling alone, like nobody cared, and that my father had been forgotten. But over the next 45 years, some interesting things happened. I met a man that had my dad's name on the POW MIA bracelet he was wearing. And a few years later, I met a man on an airplane that I wasn't even supposed to be on who turned out to be the air traffic controller who had given my dad permission to take off on the mission he didn't come home from. But I chose not to share these surprising encounters with anyone. In June of 2013, I started on a journey, one I had not planned to begin. I was driving from Kentucky into Tennessee and I stopped at an interstate rest stop And when I pulled off, I saw seven Rolling Thunder motorcycle members hoisting the POW MIA flag. No one else was there, but they were reverently hoisting that flag. I sat and watched. And after they finished, I walked up to them and I told them that my dad was still missing in Vietnam. That was the first time in my life I had done that. Told a stranger that fact. They embraced me, which was sort of scary at a rest stop with a bunch of bikers, but they told me that I was the reason that they did what they did. It was me and families like me that they kept this mission going, and they promised my father had not been forgotten. All my life, I had thought nobody cared. Because of that chance meeting, they invited me to an event in Georgia, where I was able to meet seven other MIA children. 
seven other people just like me. That gathering in Georgia was the first time in my life I felt like I belonged somewhere. Just being in a room full of people who understood what it was like to go a lifetime, not knowing what had happened to my father, was a peace I had never experienced before. That encounter led me to D.C. for the first time, where I got to meet even more families who still had loved ones missing. We visited the Vietnam Memorial Wall for my first visit, and I got to see my dad's name. As the seven of us MIA daughters walked hand in hand, stopping at every daddy's name, I knew I was with people who completely understood what the meaning of that name was being etched in stone. Since that day at the rest stop, my journey has continued and the experience has deepened. I've met others just like me. I've received all of my dad's military records. He now has a memorial marker at Arlington National Cemetery, and I've met three men who served with him. I've had the opportunity to sit across the table with the men and women of the Department of Defense who are still actively working on my dad's case. I found the reel-to-reel tapes my mom and dad had sent back and forth, so I've been able to hear his voice now 45 years later. But one of the highlights of my journey so far was the honor of participating in a delegation trip to Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, and Thailand. During this trip, we met with the Prime Ministers, the Ministers of Defense, and the Ministers of Security. Our purpose was to ask for continued and expanded support, the turning over of any archival documents, and access to live witnesses to help bring our unreturned veterans home. Time is of the essence now because the soil in Southeast Asia is highly acidic. It is literally eating through these remains. My dad is one of nearly 1,600 still unaccounted for service members from the Vietnam War. Now, not later, is the time to bring them home. Copyright 2023, Cindy Stonebreaker Reed. Cindy Stonebreaker Reed is a founding director and board secretary for Mission POWMIA, a 501c3 nonprofit based in Virginia, founded to connect and serve the families of our nation's POWMIAs and to help end the uncertainty faced by generations of America's POWMIA families. Cindy is the daughter of Lieutenant Colonel Kenneth Stonebreaker, who remains missing and unaccounted for from the Vietnam War. She has been published in several newspaper columns and magazine articles. She resides in Newland, North Carolina. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Authors Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.